It's almost a podcast. People with financial difficulties do this stuff. People who want out from under. May I never be complete. May I never be content. May I never be perfect. Nothing is static. Even the Mona Lisa is falling apart. Maybe self-improvement isn't the answer. Maybe self-destruction is the answer. With your hosts, Van Rollington. No, I think beta uh, little porn addicts are cringe. And Lane Bollington. But if I do watch porn, it's always lesbian porn. Special guests. The always sex positive, Emma Von Mala. I believe a dumb bitch out there would record herself talking about semen. The signature Sigma male, Klaus Newhouse. It started off like very interesting and then it started getting really degenerate towards the end, you know. Listener discretion is advised. Van, what the fuck are you promoting? Self-destruction? Self-destruction. That's actually from Fight Club. Which I've been trying to get you to watch. You haven't seen it? No, I, I <laughs> oh looked up. I looked up, like, just how the scenes look. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't recognize this movie, so. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I've been talking to Wayne, and I've been like, hey, you know, we should do some, like, movie reviews and stuff like that. And, you know, we can break down, like, classic cult films and, you know, talk about them. Because you're really into philosophy and all this stuff. And then she's all like, oh, I'm not really into movies. I am. I am. I'm just really picky. I'm just really picky. So I'm all like, well, okay, well, why don't we dissect Fight Club? Um, I mean, it would be a good thing not to be picky, you know? like Yeah. To be open to it. I'm, I'd be open to, to shit. It's more like every time I'm open and I try to watch a movie, I just end up not liking it. And I'm just like, I'm just wasting my time. I'd rather people recommend me shit because on my own, like, I'm just not going to know what to look for. Mm. Anyways, Fight Club is one of those essential movies that everybody should watch. <laughs> yes. At least one okay. time in their life. And I think she hasn't seen um, American Psycho. That's another good one. Probably, like, a ton of things, like SLC Punk and fucking all this other shit that, that is essential to watch. Okay. Well, we can always make a list, and I'm super down in. Yeah, we also have reviews. anime that we're going to watch. <gasps> I love that. Lane is only two episodes into Death Note. <gasps> Ooh, so what, oh, so what do you think so far? This was a long time ago, like, months ago that I seen it, so I don't remember much, but I remember liking it. Mm, you should rewatch it. Then. Yeah. Okay. And then Definitely another thing is Berserk, which I totally recommend to link because I just binged it. Uh, my ex coworker actually re- he he's a huge anime freak, and so he recommended me a couple of titles. So nice. Hold on, let me. Maybe you guys will recognize some of these. Um, where the fuck is it? I don't know. Where, okay, I'll find it, but. Okay. Okay, I'm super down to make like anime reviews. That's totally cool. Yes, fucking based. I anime. also wanted to do uh, reviews of influential speakers in the past, like Martin Luther King or Gandhi. You know, something cool. Why like that? That'd be cool. <laughs> Why are you right? so hyped on uh, protests all of a sudden? Uh, well, I was inspired by one of the rallies that I went to recently. So yeah, I'll tell you guys all about it. Uh, there was a couple. There, there was a bunch of pros and, a, and a, definitely some cons when I went to this rally. So, um, 
It's a rally that was organized by, I believe, the Instagram page is called Freedom Illinois. Um, and uh, the point of it was to protest vaccine mandates, uh, vaccine passports, all that. And so uh, we, showed up, we showed up downtown. It was just interesting because there were things that I thought were problematic or not helpful. Don't get me wrong. It was a great experience, but I think... Right now in our culture, what we lack is organization. Um, we don't have strong leaders. And so one of the problems that I had with this rally was even a lot of rallies are protests, not just this one. But what they tend to do is they go there and they start taking pictures of the protest, recording it and not really being in the protest. They will... Um, tap on someone's shoulder go oh, hey can you take a picture of me with my with my protest sign and it's like dude like what are you doing like you're here the point of a rally is to show up physically to make fucking noise to you know stand out that's the whole point of a rally is to get attention right but, but how are you gonna get people there though well that's true you, know? you do need social media but and that's totally fine of course but when you're in the rally and you're already there, there's a purpose that you have, and it's to make attention, to bring some noise, have people see your protest signs. That's why you're there. So some people could even argue, though, that those posts and the fact that it's making a certain hashtag <laughs> and a certain algorithm be active at a certain time and point, you know, because of a movement could also be some type of like pushback, too. No, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. But I get you. Well, there's people who do it for clout. Right, And yeah. it's all about, ooh, I'm, I'm with my poster. Ooh, I'm yeah. protesting. Yeah. And Versus just, like, hashtagging that, you know, you're there and that's it. And then fight for what you're there for. Exactly. Right, right. yeah. And I'm not against, like, taking a picture, recording something. Like, yeah, that's fine. But when you're, when it seems like you're there just to do that it kind of defeats the purpose of the rally, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, w what I was talking about to Van earlier was the, another issue that I saw was, I think that if you're going to be, if you want to fight for a cause and you feel really strongly about it, um, you have to leave all other issues aside and just talk about that. Well, that cause. goes with the organization that you were kind of bringing up earlier, like focusing on one cause, making that one cause known and be heard versus throwing a bunch of things at everybody on social media, confusing what the direction and what the focus is. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we all came there for the vaccine mandate, but it's what some people gave speeches, which were really good, inspiring, all that good stuff. Um but then it's like they started bringing in other shit that shouldn't have been brought up. Like uh, they they brought up religion. Um, people came in. Some a few a very few small amount of people came with some Trump hats, and it's like, dude, this isn't a Trump rally, and you don't want to alienate people who are who aren't with your movement, and you want to make it as welcoming as possible, right? Like leave leave that other shit aside. And let's just focus on the vaccine mandate. Like, I have a question for you. Sure. Why is it not about religion? Well, you could you could make it about religion, but there, I think there are some religions that are against certain vaccines, right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Like you're not totally. allowed. Yeah, no, I I 100 back that. It's just I think that focusing on one issue. I mean, you can 
we can have a separate rally for talking about the religious aspects of it. But if everybody stands united against the the policy of mandates, then there's no wiggle room for being like, oh well, I'm an atheist. I don't agree with these with this rally, or I'm an anti-Trumper. So fuck these people. Exactly. You you just want to make it as specific as possible because that was another issue too. We had a speaker who um, looked like uh, the opposite of a of a leftist Antifa, so more like a right wing, I guess. Uh, Militia. Just looked. I'm not saying he is okay, but he had like you know those cocky pants, an American flag, the long hair. I think he had like a vest. You know what I mean? And he started <laughs> talking about how vaccines uh, mess up people's DNA, and I'm like, oh, dude, like. It does not mess up your DNA. Come on. Yeah, you get what I mean? It's yeah. like, dude, like this, trying to bring like pseudoscience into it isn't going to help people want to come in into your cause, you well, know? Well, I'm not an expert, but the vaccine changes your RNA, not your DNA. There you go. But th- that's the whole that's point. It's like different. you're still coming up there and spreading misinformation, right? And yeah. that that's not a good look for your cause. But look, how else am I going to tell people circumcision is a Jewish plot? <laughs> In your Jewish plot, fucking rally, you know, like leave the leave it all leave it out of the vaccine rally, right? Mm-hmm. And then we had this other dude. He was a veteran. He said that he was uh, deployed in Afghanistan. He fought all of that, so he's a veteran. And he gave a really good speech, and he started talking about big tech and basically warning us not to believe corporate media, and because all they spread is fake news. But then this is where the where it kind of like he was like, for example, who believes in systematic racism these days? And then it's just like we're not here. For he systematic race, yeah, and it's like, dude, yeah, and I'm like, dude, this isn't the place to talk about systematic racism. Like, we're here for one uh, reason. No, no, you no, can't. No, 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 that was racist. <laughs> I mean, in a way, you can't spin it that way because who are the ones who are contracted it the most? The minorities. Okay, if you wanna, Mm-mm. yeah, if you wanna bring up systematic racism to make that argument, fine. But he didn't. Like, he wa- he was promoting that systematic racism isn't a real thing. I just. Whether you believe that or not, so it's not helpful yeah. for you, this cause. Yeah, you lost like uh, a few of the lefties. Yeah, you there. you already lost like the the entire fucking city by saying that. Like it, it doesn't make people. You lost the radical blacks. Mood. You need them. We need to smash <laughs> things and steal Nikes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I'm like, ah, fucking Christ. And you know, we had some other. Oh, the one speaker that I really, really liked. And funny enough, this was, I think, the person before the systematic racism, dude. <coughs> but this is the only one of the two speakers that I really identified with because when he was giving his speech, he he really came from a compassionate point of view. He talked about how we shouldn't call uh, the vaccinated sheep. Don't insult them. Meet them where they're at. You know, your your mission should be waking people up, not not alienating them or being enemies with them. And I'm like, I, damn, you, it was kind of like a reminder to me because sometimes I, I get so frustrated that this is happening that I just want to see these people as my enemy, you know, and it's like, no, it shouldn't be like that. Right. So he, he really was like spot on peaceful type stuff. And I think we need more of that kind of leadership. Leadership, yeah. That guy really hit home. And then that's when like the systematic racism dude came on. It's like, ah, did you not listen to the guy before you? Like, totally fuck. went backwards. Yeah, dude. And it's like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> and even I felt a little uncomfortable there. Just, I guess it struck me. It was quite beautiful too that 
people had all kinds of reasons to be against the mandate, but yet we were able to come together for that cause, which is really cool. You know, like having that one thing in common that can bring a lot of people from different mindsets together. It just sucked that they kept bringing in these other issues into it when it didn't have to be there. Yeah, you got a couple cool little videos of going there. I was trying to go and I kept getting fucking like sidetracked at work because I was all like, man, I'm going to take my lunch. I'm going to go there. I'm going to see the people. I'm going to be part of it, man. (laughs) Now, now I regret not going because now I'm officially... Suspended without pay for not having the vaccine. Shut up. For real? They did that. They did that. There's a few other people, though. So I'm going to see what happens. This is like, I don't think it's going to pass through the Senate with all of this, is it? I don't know. They consulted lawyers, and I guess the lawyers were like, I think we have enough grounds. So Where, though? I just think that's against everything. Uh, I mean, city of Chicago is pretty much backing every every business that wants to do it. Lane had a similar thing going. She had to get it before the fucking deadline. Oh, yeah. Since December 26th, so I quit. See? Fucking base. There's mm. also, but like, so my family that works in the restaurant industry, and it's fucking them up a lot. Like, yeah. as a server, when you have, when you need people to come to your table to hopefully leave you a tip, you know, because it's not just, like, the server, it's the busser, it's the food runner, it's the bartender, you know, and, like, all of that, all of that goes into it, and people don't understand, like, waiters and servers, they, that's, like, the hardest industry, I think, because, like, I'm hearing, like, how they don't get breaks, they barely get time to eat, you know, like, it's super poor management, it's super poor, like, the pay is stupid, you know, it's crazy, and it's hurting these guys. Yeah. Don't give us specifics on your job, but are, uh, are the thotties getting the j- jab? Are they taking another one inside? Uh, um, for the most part, like half of them are not, half of them are. I'm not, and all the if you are jabbed, you just have to upload your vaccination. If you're not, um, after the ninth or where mm-hmm. are we at? The yeah, seventh. right. We're the seventh, so I think after the ninth, so like starting the tenth. Or whatever, I think we have to show our negative uh, test results. Oh, that's nice of them. The I mean, ca- it should be like that because we're less than 100 employees. Yeah. You know, how are you going to mandate a whole fucking mall? Well, right. so Cook yeah. County apparently jumped on board with Chicago's mandate. So that's why I'm all like, really? Hmm. So there are some standing shops that like want a va- like, yeah. vaccination card. It's like, all right, well. I uh, finally totally cringe and totally like a PR stunt that businesses will put out there all our staff are fully vaccinated it's cringe yeah. it is super cringe it's like oh, how are you geez. proud of that it doesn't need to be pushed and now that they're putting a scare on like oh the ones that are like five years old are the ones contracting it now it's the it's omicron that likes the little ones it's a biden type yeah it's, oh, it's the biden type <laughs> wow i want to rename that oh god <laughs> Tell us more about this Biden strain. <laughs> he likes the little ones. It oh, is God. what it is. <laughs> yeah. So Dude. they're trying to push, like, the, now this age group to get vaccinated. And they did that with the whole, what was the other variant that they had? The Delta? Delta. When the Delta was out, oh, it's hitting the teenagers and the young age. They need to be the ones vaccinated next. And you got w- to see the pattern. I was telling Lane that me and uh, one of my coworkers had a conversation because he was just all like, yeah, you understand, like, it's the unvaccinated. They're creating all these variants. And I'm all like, well, hold on, hold on. 
So when a virus enters the system, if you have something to fight it, doesn't the virus like start to get stronger or try to fucking like beat the virus or beat the vaccine back? And then you get yeah. a different variant because now it's uh, immune to the vaccine. So how does that make any sense? And he was just all like, well, okay. So it's the vaccinated and the unvaccinated together are creating these variants. But, yeah. but you know, it's it's really about safety. And I'm just all like, oh, okay. But let me ask you, mm. you guys this, because for me, all the people that I've been hearing as of lately that have been contracting the COVID virus, uh, yeah. Well, again, mm-hmm. they were the ones who were vaccinated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of the people who are already vaccinated. So it's like. Worse. No. Yeah. It's pretty funny that uh, the majority of the people that at my job, I had to go around and get everybody's status. <laughs> and I started doing a tally, like a nice little spreadsheet, mm-hmm. because I wanted to point out to them like, hey, look how many number of jabs they've got. Look how like if they don't have their card and what they tested today. And. All of them were vaccinated, and they were all positive. And <gasps> yeah, so I put shut up. Yeah, I man. put that on a on a nice little spreadsheet for them. Oh my god! So that way you're uh, so good with your spreadsheets. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He's always been good with his spreadsheets. Anyways, we got a we got a lurker listening in, Mister Klaus Newhouse. Oh, oh shit, okay. Klaus, you're on here. What I the know. fuck? Since when? Oh, I don't know. When I just just dropped in. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we couldn't hear you right away. Um... How long ago was this? <laughs> he just dropped in like two minutes ago. Oh, I'm an, shit. I'm an okay. excellent moderator. I, I know when they're in there, and then, you know, I just wait to give them like a nice little intro, you know. Mm. Wow. So professional. Yeah. Oh, hey, Klaus. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. So, I, Klaus, I do have a spicy story for the ladies um, later on, uh, and that's what I put in the Discord. Right now, we're just talking about, you know, bullshit that's going on. Uh, I was just telling uh, Lane and Emma that I am officially suspended without pay for not getting the vaccine. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to get it. Well, you know, if I want to get the, you know, the way I want to get it, I got to wait a bit till Don't that person it. makes it available. I can Photoshop one for you. <laughs> no, we're not committing <laughs> felonies on this show. We disavow, disavow Everything. Terrible joke. Yeah, Terrible you should follow joke. the law. You're not allowed to make jokes anymore. <laughs> you have to follow the law. And, uh, yeah, if I wanted to, yeah, if I wanted to Photoshop the vaccine card, I would have done that a long time ago, too. Because <laughs> I had batch numbers, too, recorded, too. I don't condone this, but if you have a vaccine card um, and you're just going to certain places and they're not copying your vaccine card, I don't see nothing wrong with well, I do see something wrong with you forging it. That is bad. That is bad, bad, bad. Right. That's really bad. Don't that's write it really down, bad. guys. Don't write it down. Don't write that. that don't don't do write that it. down. Don't do that. People do that, and it's it's a, it's a damn shame because we're trying to get past this. <laughs> damn, you am vaccinated. <laughs> damn them. That's all. Oh, are you vaccinated? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said Wait, it with you such ask me com- or Klaus? He said it with such conviction. Yeah, too. I, yeah, like, I recently no. lost my job over it. Yeah, Klaus lost his job. I would, I would leave my job too, though. I wanted uh, I wanted the religious exemption, and uh, I'm not sure who's in charge of that shit on my command was, but they weren't going to accept anything from Christians. Yeah. So I said, like, "Yeah, I'm out." You know, because like my company didn't have a problem. It was just like whoever was in charge of that, like on her command. I was surprised, like some southern-born Arkansas wasn't cool with that shit. You know? Yeah, you didn't want to do it as a Muslim. Yeah, me and my friend joke about you know. Converting to Islam because then no one can fuck <laughs> if you have like a religious, you know, whatever. They'll they'll leave you alone. They're afraid to. 
you're going to have to take breaks to go pray. <coughs> Bless you. Oh, that's that's the weed, guys, not the corona, I swear. <laughs> oh, you guys heard of uh, the flu-rona? The flu-rona. Yeah, so I heard about that bullshit. It was, it, so it's not like the two diseases combining. It's people getting sick with both diseases. Yeah. Right, ah, yeah. Influenza and, and corona, yeah. It's a thing. Shut the flu the rona, up. dude. Tell me how stupid that sounds. That sounds, <laughs> sounds balls. It sounds like some hood rat came up with that term, too, because it doesn't sound any bit scientific whatsoever. Flu rona, yeah. That's good. What else has gone on? And I had, I've been sick these past two weeks, and Word? I've been dealing with pneumonia. Like, I actually oh. have something real, not like COVID. <laughs> yeah, Klaus is dying over there, somewhere deep in the heart of uh, wherever the fuck he is. Ain't nothing old Vicks can't fix. <laughs> I haven't had any Vicks, but oh, I've had some serious, like, really insane <laughs> <your> dreams. <laughs> nice. Um, what else has gone on in your week, Lane? I was in the car with Van thinking of creative uh, protesting ways. Uh-huh. Because no one's creative with protesting anymore. You mean you can't just shout and then go back to work? You, yeah, like you can't just shout or, or, or tear down windows. I want to know what creative is with protesting because you go and protest. You, you make can't, sure you gear up for crazy shit and you voice your opinion. What are some other ways you can protest? What are you trying to protest? Yeah. What's, what's your goal? Well, what's well, what's your definition of protesting? Is it only showing up with signs? No, I know there's silent protests too. There's boycotting something, mm-hmm. like you know, refusing to buy into their business, give them your money. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. But how do you expect people to get creative and rally up? Not that I, mean, I think I think they're gonna do it through social media, right? You know. Right, right, right. Well, I, I guess I'm just, I guess with this whole vaccine thing, and then, I don't know if you heard, Klaus, but, like, the earlier uh, experience I had at the rally. Were you there for that? I don't know. No, he wasn't there for that. Oh, you no. weren't. Well. She found it cringe. It was, it was good. Some things were cringe, but I guess what upset me was the lack of coming in for one purpose only without bringing in all the other issues. Yeah. Some guy was talking about how uh, circumcision is a Jewish plot. He's not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fair enough. Right, but you're at a a vaccine rally, right? It's like you kind of want to bring people who aren't agreeing with you, be more willing to come to you. Yeah, you need some Jews. The Nazis needed Jews too. Right. Experiment on. Oh, I thought they could smell their own. Bogus. Oh, we're getting the Rona because we're joking about the the tribe. Fuck y'all, I ain't coughing like that. All right. Uh, Well, Lane wants to try to do uh, more radical protesting, like not wearing your mask in unison and fucking going into stores on a Monday on the busiest day. No, I do not think that's smart whatsoever. Why not? Why not? Because regardless of anything... Of what they say is going on, I'm still not gonna risk myself getting contracted like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm smart enough that way. If I get sick, I know what to do for myself in a healthy, natural way, and I'm not gonna be a jackass and sneeze all over in public or whatever. What? I'm not saying go sneeze. No, in no, I'm not saying no. But just in general, like if you're sick or you have symptoms, you know, there's a lot of people who who still go out and about, you know, in public without a mask. You know, it just there's, there's there's a difference, and I think a lot of people are just 
Don't give yeah. a fuck. So, like, so, regardless. Doing the whole uh, all at once, no mask thing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm old school, though, too. I'm a little bit, I, I think I think more boomer. Well, I think that if you're going unmasking, you're prepared to get arrested and you're prepared to catch the Rona. Yes. Okay, so but, if hundreds of people do it all at once, it kind of fucking, like, sends a message. But how many of those people are going to start bitching and crying afterwards? Like, oh, my God, that's happened to me. Then let them bitch and cry. Fucking you, you have to go in That's there the whole, the, the knowing that you might purpose. get yeah. it, too. And therefore, and you should not be crying Listen. out to the public like, oh, look at me. Like, I'm We're, we'll, we'll get to the hypocrites later in the mm. show. Trust me. It's going to get uh, spicy, 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 spicy. I'm a heteroflexible. But hey. you get what I'm saying, right? Like, if you want to make a change and you're sick of all this shit, some sacrifices have to be done. Like, it would be really cool. I mean, social media is so important, like we talked earlier, and I'm spreading the message and shit, but what if, like, everybody in Chicago just got united, like, on a Monday, through social media, like, hey, on this date, none of us are wearing masks, we're gonna wear a fucking, like, anti-mandate t-shirt, like, we have to make businesses suffer, which I know sucks, but it's the only way they're gonna get pushed to do something different, to push back to. But you have to understand the only way a business is gonna feel something like that if their employees also protest. That too. Well, they don't show up to work. Yeah, they can, we can create something like that. Because I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this, people will show up to fucking shop. I don't know if you've worked retail. Have you worked retail? Yeah. Okay. They fucking come in no matter what. Yeah, sure, but if you can spread the cause of how, but, spread the but importance that's saying, of how important need, this cause need, is. That's, but that needs to be spread, like, throughout. That that needs to go fucking viral. Because oh, I'll yeah. guarantee you that if it does not get enough ground and coverage, it it's not going to make the business feel anything. They're not going to notice anything. Right, that's why the goal should be to get United. as much people on board you know and do this like for example every monday like each monday the, this group just gets getting stronger and stronger you know i mean it would have to track that way because in order for businesses like these like one percent businesses that control fucking you know everything for them to really feel hurt in their pockets we would have to fucking plan something for like two years in advance it's the jews i don't think <laughs> It would be two years in advance. Remember when we had that women's holiday or something where like movement? girls wouldn't show up to work just so people would know how it feels like to not have women at work or something? Oh, it's yeah. Still, you know a day without about? a woman. Yeah, a right. day without a woman. But it like, still didn't track the way it probably <laughs> would track now because I feel social media and its platform and its people have grown because not only have it had the community of when it first started, now you're getting all these younger kids that are coming of age growing with them. So now a day without a woman could be more impactful because of the years and the traction that it's gained. Yeah, well, why you know? well that's the thin thing too. Like then that's something that we can't get there unless we start doing that, no matter yes. how small. You right? do, we do need to start, and right? we need to build yeah. off what's what we got out there. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think it was a good idea. It's just no one cares about women. And 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 fuck you. You guys are bogus. Oh, you're funny. All right, do you got anything else, Lane, or can I get to the main course? Oh shit. Um, what the fuck else did we talk about? Yo, you guys didn't talk about uh, Maxwell fucking getting pledged guilty. Uh, no, well, she didn't get pled guilty. She fucking was found guilty. Found guilty, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, five out of six charges. Yeah, five out of six charges. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're talking mistrial now, though. What? Yeah, because cool, they're saying one of the cool. jurors supposedly was a 
they're trying to say one of the jurors supposedly tainted the the jury pool by being a sex abuse victim. Oh shit! Well, they're pretty regular nowadays. Oh, please don't do that. No, don't go there. Oh, no one found that funny. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, anyways. I don't know. Yeah. Well, if they do that, then I demand that fucking we turn over all the other fucking uh, the white people who got convicted for fucking, uh, you know, those jurors being like pro black or whatever on the fucking jury. Oh, maybe we lost Klaus or he's thinking hard. (laughs) 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 He's dying. Don't die. It's the Rona. It's fucking gone. No, it's not the Rona. (laughs) Aren't you wearing a plague mask right now? You should be wearing it twenty four seven. That's your fucking like shtick. Nah, you know that uh, that was a shtick when like Corona became a thing because the original like Avatar or Klaus was just like a image uh, image of uh, Otto von Bismarck the second or something like that. You know? but, and then I just stopped using that Avatar. <laughs> you don't want because I was like, oh, the, it, it only lasts a little bit. You know, we we're joking about it being the plague. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's not even the plague. This thing's like lasting forever, and it got stuck using the avatar forever. I think yeah. by the time it gets warmer, and they want money and business and people to go out and spend their money, it's gonna fucking get lifted. There's too much money invested in this to make this go away. It really is. Yeah, it's not gonna go away. You 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 have insiders, don't you, Lane? With what? People who say that are in the health industry that they're just like, oh, we're getting so much money. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're definitely getting money. There's uh, nurses that love to brag about how bad COVID is, you know. Yeah. And they're enjoying that hazard pay. Yeah, and that attention and all that—it's ridiculous. Their TikTok viewers are going up. Don't the travel nurses make even more too? Traveling nurses bank. Are you kidding me? Traveling sure nurses make money. Right. Yeah, there's just too many people benefiting from this to make it stop. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, there's nothing we can do about it, guys. Bend over and take that's, it like... That's not true. You need to bend over and take it like Jack Murphy. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, some happenings happened over the holiday weekend. A certain alpha male was utterly destroyed fucking by his own actions a few years ago. So I want to introduce you to Jack Murphy. Most people, introduction to Jack Murphy has probably been from Tim Pool's IRL podcast, where this man is a frequent guest and opinionating on the evils of the left-wing ideology. He wrote Democrats Deplorables, and just recently he was on a show, and there was a certain super chat. This is the super chat that launched a thousand trolls. I, I saw the clip of it on, on Twitter when uh-huh. I went down. Yeah. We're saying that he he generated his wealth, I guess, doing something with the DC school system or something like that. That's how he first got his wealth. Yeah, he seemingly kind of came out of nowhere, and then we'll get to why that kind of doesn't make sense. So let me play what what happened. Anamorphosis says Elijah, and I'm, I apologize for this in advance, Jack. Uh, oh asked boy. Murphy about the article he wrote about literally cuckolding his wife. I wish I was joking. True alpha. Wow! True. Wow! You went there with that. <laughs> Uh, I have absolutely no comment on that other than to say that whatever people's perception does about that, it's 180 degrees wrong. And it has nothing to do with people think what they what they're thinking it to be today. Five minutes later. Mr. Dick and Bowles says, hey, Jack. <laughs> See, that's what she does. She does this. Like she reads it like that's normal. Like it's not even. She's not even saying I'm not gonna skip the name. She just goes, Mr. Dick and Bowles said. Could you please clear up the cuck article you wrote? I am not going to talk about Again? this. Okay. And basically, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. 
for bringing this up right here and right now. Me. Why why are you doing this to me? I didn't know that. I didn't know what it was. Well, just use a little bit of fucking common sense. Sorry, apologies. Ooh. Yeah. Fuck, uh, you, fuck you. Elizabeth, Heartfelt. Elizabeth uh, Harrison says, "Gonna." Br- so she continues on with the show as if nothing <laughs> happened. Well, that's a professional. That's what you do. You're like, oh, okay, you move on. All right. That's so. It, he's a little bitch for getting all sensitive like that. Oh. Come on. Speaking of which, Emma, how do you feel about sex positive stuff like cuckolding? What's that? Cuckolding? Yeah. All right, ladies and gents, we got to go through some definitions first for everybody. You got to explain. Yeah, I don't even know. I haven't heard that. Okay, so cuckolding or being a cuck is when you let another dude fuck your wife, a dude called a bull. And some men get off on it. Some men even um, use um, what they call felching. You know what felching is? Mm. So imagine a donut, a cream-filled donut, and then imagine only eating the cream out of the donut. (laughs) No? Okay. Okay. So that's the bull's cream. Okay. And the cuck goes... Oh, my God. Right out of the the roast beef. Um, Another term is alpha. This is a gentleman who is... That peak masculinity yes. is the leader of the pack. <laughs> totally. Probably doesn't even watch porn. Truly a man of values. And then there's a beta who's a little beta bitch. Uh, yeah, they I masturbate and uh, can't get women. Uh, what else do they do, Lane? They orbit. They... They come off like, hey, I really like talking to you. <laughs> is, that, is that guy bothering you? No, he's my boyfriend. So I know there is couples. You give me, you give me so anyways, a vibe. Yeah, is that buying you? So, so if a couple is like that, I know there there is couples like that. I mean, that's that's their business. Mm. You know. I see. Okay, okay. So you're pro this. I'm pro this because I know that, that that's the thing. Yes, that's why I invited you onto the show. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Why for the, why the fuck not? You know, because <laughs> right. I know they they like it when when they see their wife getting fucked by a woman too. Oh. Wow. No thanks. (laughs) It's going to be a yes thanks. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. Um, And then another, I guess another term. I don't know, Klaus. You got any any terminology we need to go through? Is 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 he coughing again? Klaus. He's disappeared. No, I'm still here. I just don't know what what do you mean, like uh, terminology, <laughs> like like you know, oh, the, we, he just like quiet. you mean like the cut shed and stuff like that. Yeah, like uh, you know, we describe what a cuck is for the normies, uh, alpha, beta. I'm trying to think of what else is kind of uh, significant in this in this sphere. Being trad, I guess. Oh, well, Being so, sometimes they hope like the the bull impregnates their wife. Oh, they need. That's like another one. They need or want to, the bull to impregnate her. Well, that usually excites them more because then the kid won't be so there. Yeah, want. it's all sexual gratification. Okay. Well, yeah. It's, it's a weird fine. humiliation thing that they get off on. And yeah. it's like, hey, but I, hey, I got my, my Nintendo Switch. You know, that's what they're excited about. Yay. Yeah, I'm totally like, fine there's, there's a lot of those memes of my wife's boyfriend got me a Switch or something. Yeah, it's fucking good. Oh, yeah. And there's it's tons like, of memes about what dudes would do just to get it. Damn. They kiss a dude, right? It's, it's a like whole meme range about of the, things that I've seen, and and uh, that these cucks are also uh, va- they they had a vasectomy too. 
That's like nice. another variant thrown in. You know, speaking of which, um, I had shown Lane uh, a Reddit post by the the guy who ate his wife's poop. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that was That's gross. disgusting. <laughs> but she wanted it. She needed it for sexual gratification. It's 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 really too long for me to play right now, but no. basically, don't, don't think it's a you long don't need poop. to play it. Yeah, it's a long poop. You, you don't need to play it. It's a lot of shit. <laughs> it's literally. a lot of shit. Maybe I'll put it on for the listeners to listen to because no, they be exp- that sounds like some bullshit. <laughs> eating poop? There yeah. are people who went to scat, which is eating poop. I don't know. And getting That's into gross, playing man. it. No. Maybe rubbing it on your no, body. I don't no. Know. no, no. It's oh no. man, they're already disgusted. I don't know if I should yeah, go any no. further. Um, okay, so. Mr. Jack Murphy, in that super chat, said that he had wrote a, an article uh, about six years back called, uh, let me pull it up for l- the lovely Lane to read us, because she's such a good reader. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. This one's called Cultivating Erotic Energy from a Surprising Source. Today, I sent my adoring, loyal, hot, young girlfriend of two years to have sex with a stranger from Tinder. She is currently at his apartment, checked in with me via text, and is presumably sucking and fucking her way to a good time. I'm alone writing. Couldn't be happier. Now, before you write me off as another salon.com freak who wants to be a cuckold or some kind of spineless beta under male, hear me out. This has been a long road. My manhood is intact and my dick is hard. Oh, God. This is amazing. (laughs) I'm almost 40. Years ago, after my divorce from my blue pill marriage. Nice reference. I found Rosie, Roche V, and eventual rational male. Along the way, I made friends with Cernovic and came up together in the game. I've learned and practiced Tantra various elements of the BDSM lifestyle and just about every angle, pun intended, Mm. for male-female relations. From experience, effort, and education, I've become an expert. Dude, I fucking love this. This (laughs) is making me all tingly and shit. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, my God. (laughs) I learned over time how my natural disposition is to be dominant. For submissive women, I'm practically an ideal. I've had sex slaves, little girls, and tied them all up. Feminists seek me out to fuck them like the patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Are you laughing at that one? That's weird. The Mm 15-year-old junior? No, 15-year-old junior means so if he's 40, then when she's like 35, what is it? 30? Oh, sorry. Uh, Or like 20, 25 maybe? Yeah, he's like 25. And yet, I've just sent my 15-year junior girlfriend to bang Matt from Tinder. Why? Years of being in a dead marriage, sexless, undesired, unappreciated, made me question myself. Made me question my manliness. It made me question my worth. I was emasculated. In couples therapy, the 60-year-old shriveled arbiter proclaimed my sexual urges unreasonable. That my wife had no obligation, nor even a passing concern for the existential angst my my unrecorded sexual energy was creating. I was dying. My personal Maslow was unmet, but they didn't care. Ultimately, divorce and subsequent rape followed. From that disorder, my new persona evolved. 
I made it a goal to become objectified. Was that the healthiest conception? Maybe not, but my ego demanded it for survival. I had to become reaffirmed sexually. In many ways, sex is about being accepted by the other person. Human beings are designed for attachment and affirmation. We need it. It is okay to desire being affirmed. Not getting that from your wife and not being able to get it elsewhere is damaging. It takes healing. So away I went on a journey whose goal was to become desired purely for sexual and physical reasons. I wanted to be the most memorable sexual experience for each woman I slept with. To ruin her forever, in a good way. I wanted a lot of sex and got it. I succeeded. And maybe now I'm even sated. The edge gets me far from center eventually. Excitement and novelty can wear off. Even novelty can become boring. There are only so many approaches to sex, so many different ways of doing it, only so many different kinds of people and lovers. For me and those of us who like to push the edge, eventually the only areas left to explore become things that you can only do as an evolved couple. Intimacy and vulnerability are essential to form the trust which becomes the launching points for erotic explorations. Unfortunately, over time, intimacy as practiced today tends to lead to the extinguishment of the erotic flame. A sad irony, truly getting to know your partner can kill the spark. Hmm. Esther Perel, author of Mating in Captivity, writes that intimacy can destroy desire and passion. When two become one, there is no gap to bridge. The gap is where the erotic energy lies. Creating and maintaining a gap between two people who live together takes special care. When my girlfriend and I decided together that I'm going to rape her whenever I want, that appearance of non-consent gives us extra erotic energy. Rape certainly is about bridging a gap, as it were, and it inherently contains a certain anonymity to it. It turns her on like crazy. I love it. Healthy, vigorous sex can and does include violence and aggression. Power dynamics are are often at the core. But we decide in advance what is okay, and we we have an established code of conduct. It is suspended disbelief. This disbelief allows us to create a gap to close. It creates space for desire to reach out to the other person. Role-playing stranger rape puts us into different personas for the moment, creating mystery, danger, and desire. It's fucking hot. (laughs) (laughs) That's a clip. Matt from Tinder helps us introduce another element which requires suspended disbelief. Just like my girlfriend knows I could nor ever would actually rape her, I too know that my girlfriend is not going to leave me for some guy she met on Tinder today to fuck. The entire experience is regimented according to my rules. I introduced her to the idea. I pushed it. I told her to go on Tinder and find someone. On the day in question, I tell her when and where to do it. She checks in with me via text. I know where she is, and I am waiting for her. 
she is not alone. She is on a mission sent directly by me. And the entire point is for me to get turned on in a way that wouldn't happen otherwise. The excitement and anticipation put me in a different state. I get turned on knowing someone else wants my girl as badly as I do. Yes, I get turned on knowing she is fucking someone else. We've done it together where we picked up a guy at a bar, took him home, and watched them have sex. Or we've brought a guy from Craigslist over and I took pictures as he banged her. That's right! This time, I just sent her on her way and gave myself time to write and relax, knowing that exceptional sex awaits upon reunion. The time she spends with the other guy really isn't really hers alone. It's ours. It's mine. It's her acting out my ideas. Beta. Her behavior is manifestation of my will. It is not incongruent with our dominant submissive relationship. As crazy as that may sound to some. When she was finished, she rushed back to me immediately. And we had the best sex ever, yet again. Each time surpassing the last. New peaks two years into it. Putting ourselves into that situation creates a newer, crazier level of erotic energy that leads to an even better and more powerful sexual experiences. Call it sperm wars, fear of losing her, or jealousy, all of it contrived by our own suspended disbelief. It leads to an amping of my own sexual energy in a way I've not experienced anywhere else. Basically, I got to spend time writing and being alone, my preferred activity. And in return, I get hotter, more satisfying sex with a sexy young girl that I love. Our bodies are fickle creatures. I don't think love or lust is, is designed to do much more than trick us into getting her pregnant. A temporary insanity cloaked in oxytocin and dopamine. It fades. Usually 18, 36 months in, and you're left wondering where the spark went and how to get it back. This outright manipulation of sex hormones through contrived consensual sexual activities involving a third person is just another biohack. It can be part of the repertoire of the individual self-regulating male. But not just anyone can or should jump into something similar. What I'm talking about is advanced stuff, guys. Apex level. (laughs) There are ground rules and conditions precedent required before closing on a deal like this. Cultivating erotic energy can this way can be risky. Your frame and trust must be impenetrable for this to work. You have to be in a certain place yourself before you can ever try this. I don't think we need the... Yeah. That. But there you go. This article is absolutely amazing. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, very well written. Uh-huh. Um, I was about to say that he was missing some grounds, but he ended up touching base with it later. Uh-huh. So that's how you know it's good writing, because okay. he was giving great enough detail. He was giving you a straight enough streamline of what it all kind of meant. There is these different pieces that you need to lay out in order to understand the fantasy of what he's talking about. And I think that's a beautiful, amazing thing. Like, oh, hell yeah. The guy gets it it going on. He's in the right direction of things. So, yeah, Jack got a... 
got called out on it. He didn't take it too nicely. What do you mean he got called out on it? That was great writing. Okay, well, it's writing that I don't think that he wanted shared because it kind of ruins the persona that he's built up within the last so two years. So who shared it? Yeah, yeah, he has a persona on something he calls the Manosphere. But who who posted it? He's, try- he's trying to be like an influencer. He posted that himself. That Yeah, that he posted blog. that article. And so then he needs, needs to be mad at himself. Well, uh, yeah. Well, he's he's upset at everybody else saying, oh, we'll get to. We'll get to all the stuff that is still to what? happen. Come on. It's already 9 something, 9.30. Let's go. All right. So the liminal order, the thing that he's in charge of, is an exclusive men's organization whose mission, whose mission is to change our culture by changing ourselves. We ascribe to positive masculinity and believe in the power of individual accountability. The men, the liminal order, No, we must improve ourselves, such as we may before better service of our families, communities, and our nation. Where's my thing? Based. So yeah, that says shit. Um, You could pay $99 a month to learn everything you need to know about being a man. Or you could pay seven grand and get a lifetime membership. Or you can lick my pussy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's another way. That's another way. So... A lot of people calling him a grifter, which is a term for somebody who kind of uh, jumps on a movement or a message or a type of genre okay, to I fucking make money, but has no real money. <laughs> well, no real interest in the subject at hand. He's just doing it for the money. Right. So that's what people are accusing Jack of. And they've been digging up a lot of stuff on Jack because that uh, sort of, like I said, yeah, that Super Chat launched a thousand trolls. It got people digging and people found some surprising things on the internet, including. You're talking about his porn? No, the wet spot. You ruined it, Klaus. We haven't gotten there yet. Oh my God. Jack Murphy, besides going on Tim Pool, has gone on a bunch of different podcasts. And someone found this little this little gem that kind of told everybody there was something there. Romney's, yeah, they need, Romney's needs to start having more sex tapes, you know? Like, give these Kardashians a run for their money. So Jack needs to put out a sex tape. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, even the playing field, I feel like. That'll I can record down. it for you. I can get in the good angles. Fantastic. Uh, you know, there's the thing, too, is that there's always different rules for the elites in mm-hmm. some ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he had to immediately shift it to those damn elites, those damn people. And the elites, he's referring to the Kardashians. I think he's just a, uh, to fucking anyone, really. I don't know. You know, the elites, whoever you think they are. It's a vague term. Okay. Um, so sure. uh, a few things like that have come out. Uh, another being um, other podcasts that he's been on, which we can listen to because someone has done the honor of clipping the right parts. It's a sex podcast. Yeah, it's that, that's sexualized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, because it's her being submissive and her being of service. Sure. Absolutely. Well, you know, one of the first things that I discovered about you, I, you had written a post, <laughs> right? Here we go. It's called Cultivating Erotic. I'm Cultivating Erotic Energy. Yeah. 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 Sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> um, the premise of the post is that, and this is a, a real story, and I wrote it as this was happening. I had her go on Tinder and OkCupid and look for guys that she would be interested in having sex with. 
and she matched with a guy who was in his like mid twenties and she thought, okay, this guy's okay. Good enough. And, um, after back and forth for a while, texting and whatnot, I, one night was like, all right, this is it. I want you to go over to this guy's house and I want you to fuck him. And then I want you to come meet me and then we'll go home and then we'll fuck. And I sent her off to go have sex with Matt from Tinder. <laughs> and I went, I went and sat at the coffee shop and I wrote the post. Okay, so wait. First, let's talk about like what brought you guys to that point that, that you were even looking to do that. Well, um, I, in my sex god uh, post, I explained this. Uh, you know, I have gone and explored everywhere. And I, I feel like I've done everything. I've done threesomes and this and that and and. This was just a, a new thing and excites me thinking that, that somebody is excited by her. It aroused me thinking that she would be off having sex with somebody explicitly at my direction. Right. So it, it's not that she wanted to go do it on her own. It wasn't her idea. You control the situation. You know, you, right. you put them in an action. She's doing it for you. So like you right. said, she wouldn't do it otherwise. Exactly right. I'm so... The boredom, kind of. You're you're staving off like you want to keep pushing the limits a little bit more. You want to increase. Yeah, that uh, I would not use the word boredom at all. Okay. Um, uh, I have had boredom, or what I've called player NUI, um, coming from dating around a lot okay. and fucking a lot of different girls. So, and- conveniently enough, also, um, you know, he's super alpha. He decided to go total fucking cuckold because that's the next step after banging a bunch of chicks and being totally alpha. It's being super submissive. Yeah. I, well, being submissive but in charge. You're like a power bottom. Hmm. I like it either way. <laughs> yeah, I know you would. That's why we have you fucking here to defend this degeneracy. Hey. All right. So, conveniently enough, his wife was actually on the same podcast. So, one of the things that Jack and I talked about specifically was the time he made you masturbate in the in the hall of your building mm-hmm. uh-huh, and getting yourself off there. I want to talk about that. Oh, goodness. It was hard <laughs> for me to listen to you guys chat about it. His voice is so sexy. <laughs> yeah. And then to, to hear him reliving all those, I was just like, ooh. You could tell he was really into it, too. Yeah. I love the part where he stops and he's like, yeah, that's that's really hot. <laughs> so, <laughs> you obviously turned his crank really well. So, yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's a fun job. I love it. Mm. Uh, so that night in the hallway was really interesting because we had spontaneously gone out to a bar across the street from my house, and he had me do something that made me super uncomfortable. He wanted me to go flirt with someone at the bar and, like, hit on them, and he was going to watch, and I, I did not want to do it. I was like, that is so weird. I don't want to... I didn't think he would be jealous, but I just genuinely didn't think I could do it. And I wasn't interested. Like, you, I have no desire to sleep with anyone else or to date anyone else. Jack is all I want. And no one had ever done that before. You know, I'm used to very jealous boyfriends. And he literally pushed me out of the booth and said, those two guys, go sit next to them, go flirt with them. I'm going to watch. And Mm -hmm. I did it. Even though I, I didn't want to, and I had no idea what I was going to do, and I was so nervous. But I started, and I could feel him watching me, and I would steal glances, and he was just 
unashamed, unabashedly staring at me <laughs> while I did it. Nimbles are. And I was able to flirt with these men like nobody's business because I was so turned on. Because I was doing his bidding. I was doing something right. for him that he told me to do. Exactly. It's and not about the men. It's about Jack. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gave me a signal to come back. And I was like, okay, bye-bye to these guys. And I just went back and sat in the booth with him. And the, it was weird and it was hot. And I was like, I'm ready to go home. And we had a quick walk home. And that's when he started just giving me more commands on the way home. And more commands, stand over there, take your shirt off, take your pants off. And I've never had sex in public at that point, let alone being naked in someone's apartment building. I was very hesitant and nervous, but I I couldn't stop myself from listening to him and taking my clothes off. (laughs) Right, right. And as someone who was not big into masturbating either, I, I was like, oh, God, I don't even know if I can do this. He's telling me to come on command in public, and someone could walk in on me at any time. And oh, I ended up coming so quickly. Yeah, such so a rush. Quickly. She's yeah. like masturbating in the background. And he loved it. She's rubbing that and thing down. It just opened up a whole new door for me. I bet. It was great. You and Jack kind of have gotten into some kinky antics, right? Oh, so <laughs> this is kind of an extension of what we were just talking about. Is you want to hit it pause or about how he yeah. sent well, you? We get the idea. Because um, I wanted to come in with some questions. Well, because like yeah, what I'm learning as uh-huh. a woman uh-huh. and as a woman coming of age and being in her 30s and not just like, you know, super she's early. Got a, she's got children. Right. Based. Um, Masturbation and stuff like that that she's talking about is only shy and like, oh my God, he's making me do this. Like, oh, in public, he's making me come and come in. Like, that only feels out of bound and different and new when you don't know how to explore yourself, when you don't know how to masturbate, when you don't know how to be confident in that way. Mm. And sometimes life throws you partners for you to learn that about yourself to make you explore yourself that way. And what if your uh, partner's into water sports? That's something else. That's something you as a person, as with your partner, need to figure out if that is that is a very long piece. <laughs> but I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> cut it. All right. Um, Cut the pee. Yeah, because uh, I'll tell you one thing. I'm not comfortable with it. You're not comfortable no. with the with bio, uh, with the. I can't even say the word. Fucking uh, liquids. You're not comfortable with liquids. Not with that liquid. Not with that one liquid. <laughs> okay. That one liquid kind of smells. And uh, there was another thing in there as well. Well, what if they drink a lot of water and it's just it it's just, just mostly like water? water yeah. yeah. Or what if it's, it's nice? Matter, smell? I don't know. <laughs> or like, what if you're into the asparagus? No. No. You want no. that rank fucking piss smell? No. Yeah, do do you either of you have been into a men's like a a men's bathroom at a stadium? No. No. Okay, you've never experienced the smell of urine. No, of course, because really bad porta potties. I don't know, Klaus. What do you think, Uh, the porta potty or the men's uh, bathroom at a stadium? Which is worse smelling? Oh, I said I think women's bathrooms smell the worst. Word? Excuse me. But you've been. I've had had to clean those. You do it in the women's bathroom. He goes in both. He's it's America. It's it's America. 
That's what I did my time in the military. We had to clean bathrooms. <laughs> and you believe... Well, well you know you what? You were in the military? Yeah, long oh. time ago. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, That's interesting. That's how you get your green card. Well, you know what? My mom did tell me that women are really dirty because... um. White women in particular. Oh, shit. The white women. <laughs> because she used to work at a zoo. What? <laughs> and, you know, a bunch of, you know, a bunch of white women go to the zoo. And she would tell me how once they were done using the restroom, all they did was, like, run the water. But they only rinsed, like, the tip of their fingers. <laughs> they didn't even use soap, nothing. Just, like, take a little, little rinse on the, on the tip of their fingers and that was it. And I'm like, that's nasty, bro. I... So I believe it. Oh, I see. Um, well, what day was it at the zoo? Because I mean, if it was free day, then you got a lot more, you know, who's in the fucking zoo that day. Uh, uh, ooh, you keep man. using. Ooh, she but. said she was did all the fucking time. She said it was like common with white women, like. The majority of them did that. Nigga, uh, nigga, nigga please. There's, nigga. there's a little truth to it, I guess. But I still think men's bathroom would be I would, grosser. Yeah, it is. I still think a porta potty is worse because you're confined in that space versus like a whole. Well, if these men keep pissing all over the place, like they don't get no fuck, like they don't know how to aim <laughs> their dick. Like they're drunk. There are lines that fucking stretch forever. You can imagine no one's waiting for a fucking urinal. And then secondly, fucking. Are you for real? <laughs> No, I'm like I refer because women will stay there. We will. N I won't. Pee, I won't fucking pee. There's 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 male privilege where you could just piss anywhere. Oh yeah, hell yeah, because it's easy. That's why I bought the pee wee for women. Like I have one in my car just in case. I don't know. Really? You know, Klaus. Yeah, hell yeah, they just stand and couldn't go anywhere. It's no way. I need that. The yeah. fucking thing that you put up your kua, the little. It's not even funnel. you put it up. It's a funnel. It's basically yeah. a funnel. It's like a funnel that's shaped like a little penis thing. It's not even shaped like a penis. It's just literally a funnel. <laughs> it's know. a funnel that cups you a little bit better than a than a funnel. And then how <laughs> how narrow is the fucking? The, it's a literally a little like nozzle. It's a nozzle. Yeah. Oh, so it's like a tiny penis. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. not shaped like a dick you know like, like a dick. it should no, I, I get phallic looking or anything i think yeah. it needs to be you know appropriate they need to make it phallic shaped no, no i just need to fucking pee i'm gonna fuck my mental dick is way bigger than that shit could ever do wow. yeah emma's got big balls so i think uh klaus had a bad experience with women's bathrooms because those are military women those are like butch Butches. These are lesbians, bro. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> oh, say. she's not wrong. I, I mean, actually, actually, that wasn't really allowed back when I was in. Well, no. We were no, no, don't ask, don't so tell. Old, old. But that doesn't no. mean that they weren't fucking gay, most of them. Well, were they um, getting passed around? Because that was, that was pretty much the, the rumor, was that women who go into the military. No, so up. you have a misconception that, uh -huh. like, women got pimped, sure. sex slaves sure. into that shit. Sure. And there's not some that, that, like, they were willing to. There are some that were willing that... to. No, I don't. There are plenty of videos and plenty of fucking, uh, you know, but no, testimonies but that women were down. Videos that are nothing. Were they pressured into that type of shit? They're were off, they fucking threatened over shit? Off, you don't know. They're that. in a foreign country, and there's dick around them everywhere. Eventually, and they got to get lit. I was stateside most of the time, so... They were just but thirsty hoes. <laughs> well, I think it's different when you're going out and then, like, you're meeting people. 
like talking about being passed around like i don't know i think there's there's, there's probably Better some human to... trafficking that's probably influencing the motive that's... on some of that and and you as a male just like no she wanted to like i stand by what i said because there are some that like it you don't keep don't there is yes. there could be some. yeah you some, know yeah some. you're right you're right okay thank you're you right. thank you're you right. don't kink shame i can't kink shame i Damn. can't see that I see can't. that lane how i turned that fucking around she's right. only mentioning when it's not a kink and it's literally abuse right because what i know sure. through military through family sure. being in military and friends sure they try to make it out like no like she wanted the gang no motherfuckers you pressured her. You guys know that she was fucking getting blackmailed into shit. What about the the chicks who get uh, violated into gangs? That's horrible too. That's horrible. But it happens, and they're willing participants of it, right? No, but there's no. They're only how, how they're they only willing, willing to because they think that's the only way. And as a culture, they've been passing this fucked up way of doing things. It's we, not right. Well, not. look. We're not getting into the psychology of things because I don't know these women. I don't know what's going on in their heads. Right. Neither do you. Nope. Okay. So we're just going off of actions. And who knows if they're still doing that shit nowadays. Are Regardless. They? This happened in Klaus's time too. There were lots Klaus's of... Klaus's time is our time though. No, he's older than us. No, he's not. How much older? I will not be your father. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. What? You're in your 60s? <laughs> Don't know. We, no, we play, look, we played this game. He's we don't. We don't. Uh, we don't do this. Uh, asking Klaus personal questions. Oh, he's a man of mystery. He needs to stay as such. He's ageless. He's ageless. Yeah, he's like Nosferatu or something like that. <laughs> Anyways, back to back to uh, you know the main course is is, is is Jack. You know we were talking about his thing. Uh, his wife likes fucking. Um, well, his wife doesn't like it, but she was into um, hooks as well. I thought she liked it. She goes along with Have it because it's that? to make him. Do you know what the hooks and hooking and swinging and all? Oh of that? no, not exactly that. Oh, okay. Hooking the vagina. Oh, okay. Okay, no, no, no. I'm thinking something else. So that's what she talks about later in the podcast. That's why, like, I want I wanted you to hear the water sports stuff and hear how <laughs> how bad it was and the fucking uh, the hookings. Um, so yeah, people started digging, found some more stuff, and um, eventually somebody found his chatterbait so chatterbait is a place that you go on to chat and masturbate so you're sexting a stranger from what i'm taking it's like no this is like uh what people did before only fans became a big deal what do you mean because to, it to me that's I, what it just like a web, like webcam girls would go use one of these sites you know to just be know, live video and tips and yeah and it's like a webcam just, girl set. She's just like touching and masturbating herself, and then everyone's yeah, just like out whatever to whatever the audience wants them to do for tips. Okay. So yeah, Jack has um, some spicy. I'm all for that though. Like you know what? If you guys are dumb enough to pay for that shit, fuck you guys. Give me your money. So um, somebody. There's nothing wrong with people masturbating. Somebody found Jack Murphy account. I think his name was Big Beard, or Big Love Beard, or something like that. I just wanted to blow it up so you guys can see the, the little screenshots. Miss Elaine Bullington, you're kind of quiet, my dear. What are your takes? So. Is this a little too much for you? No, I was just letting y'all talk, but I think, well. Keep looking. His his it's article a- was interesting. 
uh, I guess what weirded me out when he said little girls and that 15 yeah, year old like that's that where shit. I was like no well that's... 15 years his senior just means 15 years like younger oh than it him. wasn't 15 like 15 year old girl I thought that's what I read no 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 he meant 15 years of his senior so he was how old was he he was 40 yeah yeah he was 40 so he okay, was dating I a see. 25 year old yeah like that. I see and that's fine okay no 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 yeah that was that's a fine. Um, something I didn't read right. But like but... the little girl shit, anything like that, that's hmm. fucking weird. You're pushing any type of boundary. So laundry. interesting enough, that's that's a... Uh, Don't lose your spot. No, I'm not going to lose my spot. I was trying to find the Tim Cast thing. But um, Mr. Um, Jack Murphy has an opinion on that too, as far as the 15-year-olds. Because you keep going back to that number. I do, because 15 in some cultures are like, no, it's fine. Like, no, it's not fine. All right, so let's hear the argument my opinion men are actually attracted to women much 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 younger than that too many muches but would not want to have a family with someone younger than that so men choose 22 as the equilibrium between mental and physical maturity why is that disgusting there's nothing there's nothing wrong well little kids of course dude well but that's that, but that's, that's but a hyperbolic on my part right like, but there's literally teenagers. nothing wrong with seeing a woman of fertile age and thinking she is an attractive sexual partner no but like acting on that with an 18 year old woman is a completely different story but there's nothing wrong with seeing an 18 year old girl woman and being like oh she's attractive of course she is she's in the prime of her beauty about 18. Okay, Cupid data said men want women younger than that. Okay, well. And that I find creepy. Yeah, it is. Society it, society has rules. Like It is creepy today, but guess what? It wasn't creepy until just recently. I don't know. No. All a couple, of okay, candy, so I can, I can, I can, I can, I can, I was about to say, that. didn't like I think, Elvis I think, I think and some other famous people yeah. yeah, 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 really, wives back in the day? Yeah. Oh, look how we all just like activated. <laughs> no, you got, you got offended. I liked it. All right, Klaus, you go first. Yeah, so I think uh, uh, famous musicians like Elvis and uh, Jerry Lewis had very young wives back in the day. Uh-huh. So that was, what, in the 50s or something? Yeah. When they had, like, uh, 15 or 14-year-old wives? Some in the 60s as well. I mean, Morrison and fucking other people would talk about fucking fucking the young girls. And, th- and then he had Jerry Seinfeld at the... Uh, I think he was dating a 17-year-old girl at the height of his popularity back yeah. in the 90s. He went for that brand, that uh, brand new car smell. So it's not like a, a phenomenon that's all of a sudden. Hey, this is a new thing. And I want to point out two different things uh-huh. within that about the car comment. smell. No, no, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I want to debate what, what Klaus like. was just saying, which is Klaus was just saying. So you're looking at a certain decade in which people were accustomed to having young brides at that age because you guys have to remember what maybe what Lane, your great-grandmother, was going through and what my grandmother and Van's grandmother was going through at that time. My grandmother got married at 15 years old, had a child by the time she was 16. So she was fertile. But back then, people didn't live to where they're living to now. Lifestyles are different. What they ate and what they consumed, you know, all of that stuff was just different. Uh-huh. You know, they were eating bad things and yet good things at the same time because everything wasn't mass produced the way at the scale that it is now. And what a corporations have been instilling into our brains mentally, you know, like it's just different. So at that time frame, when television was barely going on and being broadcast, what their whatever electrons and energy and aura was and how it was being tainted uh-huh. From you know the propaganda and everything, and those so they're feeding the people at that time because we're talking about our boomers. Yeah, they're the start of everything, like commercial housing, going to work nine to five. You know, it's different. 
their their health system and everything else was different. They went through the Spanish flu, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sexually, everything was hush hush back then. What are we at now? Like everything's different now, right? We're more advanced and involved, and we're more open with shit. Well, to uh, play devil's advocate, what? Um, isn't it the corporations and the government who kind of set the new standards for like what's appropriate to have sex with? I think that's that's a tricky thing. Um, We're society, man. Well, I think with Hollywood being so weird that it is, you're thinking about you have to break that down to like what it is mainstream yeah. and what is underground. That's good, yeah, because I think that um, uh-huh. I'm looking at it from a monetary point of view. If you over fetishize young girls, there's a market for that. That's why they have like Seventeen magazine, Sixteen. But everything started yeah. at that time when everything was like the fifties and sixties, when uh-huh. it was that prime age of looking at people. But back then, they were still weird and pedophile, very weird traits at that time frame, you know. And it wasn't right, and it's not right now, uh-huh. you know. And it and it trickled into our generation. But I think the more people who are becoming older, more woke, more comfortable with their sexuality, know that those type of things you can't do with a 15-year-old who's barely discovering themselves, you know, who's barely going through puberty. It's not right to do that to that person. Does this, does this go for men, too? I think it definitely goes for men because I would not feel right uh-huh. about, a, a, about a 10-year-old, 12-year-old having a full-grown fucking woman just get on him and rape him. And, you yeah. know, like, I don't think that's right either. Mm. You know, I don't think that makes him a man at all. Mm. I think that takes away from him being a boy. Because um, our buddy here, Jack, not only likes the young girls, but he likes the young boys, too. Young boys. I do like fucking college boys. Tight little assholes. Tight little assholes. That's a rapist right there that's telling you tight little assholes. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> See? You agreed. Anyway, so people found his fucking uh, chatterbait, and there were a few fucking things there. Um, I'm going to show you screenshots of, like, compilations, because I don't know if we want to sit through Jack Murphy and his wife doing unspeakable godly things. I don't mind. Okay. So this is Jack sitting down on a dildo. He's sitting on the dildo? Okay, yeah. he's jerking. Well, yeah, I, I posted a meme not too long ago about, like, the G-spot being in the man's anus and being gay is a sin. Wow. I tried posting one of these memes based off this and was instantly banned off of Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Like, within within seconds, like, because this was, like, the day that this shit dropped on Twitter. Yeah. Like, like none of my meme pages had anything about it. So I was like, let me drop this, and it was instant sucked. I was like... Like, I didn't get, like, a uh, 23 or whatever, you know, day yeah. ban or anything. They just instantly removed my post and said sexual content, even though it showed nothing because, like, you know, everything's censored. It's inflicted, though. Like, you can tell. Yeah. So. And I'm pretty sure it's, like, recognized, like, 90% of the body is nude. You know, like, they can recognize what a body is. Like, so I can see that it's, maybe. It's but not, I don't think yeah. that's wrong, what he's doing. Like, let him stick it up his ass. <laughs> that's a clip. Um. <laughs> Look, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook are all on the same page on this thing. That's why this guy has some pull in some serious places. And he does he knows how to do it because that will fucking make you trend. Well, Shit do you think like he that. wanted that to trend? Oh, don't be making videos of anything else if you don't want that shit to trend. No. He knows exactly what he was His doing. His ass was hitting people with, like, how dare you share this? This is revenge porn. No, no. Him arguing is a tactic. 
Come on. Oh, what if he gets turned on the by Kardashian? this? Yeah. It, 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 he does. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, come on. Do not fall for this because oh. he's probably just jerking off like, oh. fuck you guys. Oh, oh. yeah. Fuck you. Oh. How could you? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I love it. Oh. Let's go. Oh. Yeah, like maybe maybe he likes that he likes that people are bringing it up. Exactly. He probably loves that he's arguing against it. Yeah, he loves that people are watching. It oh too. yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense because now he's utterly humiliated, and like I imagine right now he's like rock hard. I wanted to be humiliated. Yeah, like maybe yeah, that's, that's what he wanted. Kyle, he wanted you, to get fucked by the public. Is this five D chess move? Oh girl, Laney, keep going. <laughs> I, I don't think he's uh, that intellectual. Oh. You don't think so? No, I don't it's think it's a 5D deep. chess move. That's no. what she said. So, anyways, yeah, there's a couple of videos of um, him on his chatterbait. Um, you know, him getting donos, which are, uh, like, uh, money. So, he was saying stuff like... 69 for 69, guys. Run it. He's so ugly. Like, why would anyone... Uh, I have definitely fucked guys before. He's, I'm heteroflexible. He's totally heteroflexible. Um, say you're bisexual and call it a fucking I know. Anyways, I know. How can I make everything so complicated? This is a clip from one of them. <sighs> is that with his wife? Yeah. He said, come on, get in there. <laughs> Why do they always have that kind of music in the background? No. That's so gross. Well... I mean, technically, it's not gross to people who are into it, but yeah. I don't like that shit, but I'm not, like, technically grossed out by it either. <laughs> fucking foot. High up in there. That, f- that foot is... He needs to exfoliate his feet. His feet? You know what I wonder? They... Oh, no, he kisses her. And that's, like, a deep, passionate kiss? Ugh. Well, at least for me. But I guess yeah. one one question I had. Um, he he kind of talks in his article. Well, let me wait till Emma comes back. She went to go puke. Fair enough. I have the to the rim jobs. Too. She is not equipped for rim jobs. Yeah, I have to be too low key. You want to play some water sports? No. No. Okay, fine. Next time, guys. Next time on It's Almost a Podcast, a water sports with Lane. Check it out. OnlyFans.com slash It's Almost a Podcast. Psych. Psych. Anyways. Klaus, um, you're, you're a man of erotic um, history and experience. A man of great, 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 great pleasures. Uh, do, you, do you like the, the tossing of the salad? That's gross, dude. Like, <laughs> I know some guys that think it's like really cool stuff. Uh, back in the day, it was like you only heard about it when guys were talking about going to prison. So <laughs> I think it was like a prison. I think it was a prison culture thing that it sort of got started. into the mainstream. Damn, dude, prison though. Fuck. Yeah, I forgot which uh, movie it was where they were talking about. Yeah, yeah, I forgot which prison movie or documentary it was. Bloody about out, Holmes. But there's like a part where the guy's like, yeah, he's like, I like getting Nate out. And, and the guy I talked about, like, he likes having this salad toss, but he likes to give him some jelly or some shit like that. Yes, the jelly. The jelly. I think even Half Baked made a joke on the it. The Nutella. That fruit cup. <laughs> um, I, can't, I can't remember which documentary it was back in the day, but people always quote it. Nice. 
Well, yeah, so I have a buddy. He's a little older than me. Uh, he might be around your age, Klaus. But he used to tell me all the time, he's like, bro, going down on a chick, nothing will drive her more wild if you stick your tongue in her butthole. And I was just all like, ew, dude, why would you ever? He's like, no, 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 bro. You'll tr- no, you, when you're older, you'll understand. And I was also like, I'm 16. I'm converting to fucking Christianity now because fuck this bullshit. <laughs> All that squirming around just means that she's uncomfortable and how fucking dare you go in there without consent. You hear that? Lane called me a beta for not eating the ass. How dare you? I'm (laughs) I'm keeping that. I fuck with that. I'm fine with being a beta on that. I don't want to fucking risk my fucking taste buds to taste the forbidden chocolate. Mm. What about you, Emma? Are Are you down with the Remy's? Um, been there, done that. No, thank no, you. No, no, thank you. And we share a fucking marijuana. God damn it! You gotta tell. Okay, I'm really sure there's some things that you've done that like you shouldn't be sharing no pipe over. I don't know what the fuck you're you're insinuating. I don't just, kiss. Just, I don't kiss and tell. No, no, but just in general. In fact, I don't kiss. No, 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 no. Just in general, that you've done some freaky things with your mouth. I'm sure that like. I probably should have been pissing. I'm, I'm alpha as fuck. I don't use my mouth. <gasps> Bullshit I gotta deal with. <laughs> Klaus, tell him you're alpha as fuck. Any you don't good use sex your partner mouth. is gonna use their mouth. That's why I'm a terrible sex partner. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Alright, well, Elaine went to go um, pee. I can hear her now. <sighs> that should be... My mouth is the bowl right there. And she's gonna have the little thing that helps out. Aiming it. Oh. <laughs> to get back to that, that's a callback, the ladies and gentlemen. Man. It's the called peewee. No, no, sorry, the she-wee. Wow, that the is marketable. She-wee. I definitely would fucking buy one of those. Lane, I'm buying you a she-wee for, for I guess Christmas already passed. Um, I don't know what I gave you was a belated birthday present, so happy belated birthday. Thank you, Emma. We celebrated, you were here when we celebrated her birthday. That was like forever ago. (laughs) Oh my God. But that's why I didn't get you a present, so happy, you know, that's your present. Anyways, while you were gone, uh, Emma, um, Mr. Jack Murphy uh, got got his his ass ass eaten out and now is passionately kissing his wife. So, when you're drunk and on drugs... Who says he's drunk and on drugs? I, I, you don't know if he's not on drugs. You do not You do not know if he's on drugs. He's, he's based alpha. He's not on any drugs. He, he might be on drugs. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> well, on drugs. Well, Anyways. This makes him a hypocrite. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, that's a relationship type of thing. Like, if y'all want, y'all want that type of juices, y'all take that type of juice. But, like... I see. To each his own. <laughs> different strokes for different... St- Oh. I think the what I would find problematic is you know, in the article he mentioned that you kind of have to do something more extreme to reach the same amount of um, different people got different levels because like some dudes stopped talking to me because I didn't like him eating my ass like I'm wow <laughs> he he wanted someone who wanted them to have their ass eaten now and I was like oh well the can we dox him <laughs> I want to know this man he was a cop. Oh, oh that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Damn. But Chicago CBD. You hear that CBD? You got a, a an ass eater out there. Yeah. He likes the chocolate lava cake. Yeah, we need we need higher standards for the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you know what? There should be a question when you go sign up. Do you eat ass? And then they just automatically don't hire you. Yeah. 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 But what I, I was trying to get at, like, well, Sure, I would like to theoretically support 
support BDSM, you know, like. Uh, wait, 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 you don't? I said I would like to, like. She doesn't practice. But. but she's trying to avoid saying supporting that. Supporting and not practicing is two different things. Van, you're, you're not letting me finish. I'm not okay. saying. I I'm just saying uh, I would like to support. Yeah, of course, you're different things, right? But the problem that I have is, well, how much more extreme do you have to get in order to reach this amount of eroticness? And what? How, where do we cross the line of where it becomes dangerous, right? What if th- now, like, you've done okay. so much sexual experiences that now the next thing is, like, okay, actually raping someone? Okay, but but that's what the whole article was about. The whole concept of the rape between two sexual partners pre-advance is its own eroticness. No, yeah, but what if that's no longer amusing anymore? I'm just saying when, like, you've tried everything and then you might look for other dangerous ways. Hopefully with them exploring their sexuality this way, they're able to sex- to explore themselves this deeply where they can hopefully recognize that they need assistance and help because it is finally escalating to a level and a psyche that isn't right and isn't healthy. Well, Hopefully. Hopefully. Because if you are already in a, a consensual adult participating in these a little bit more risque, risque taboo actions... And it's still not enough. And you're acknowledging and now speaking and saying out loud, like, this is now not enough. You yourself need to explore yourself to be like, fuck, maybe I need to go into therapy and figure out why that's not enough. It's family members should be like, I know you enough and I know you like to go to the edge and be at that edge. But now you're saying things that lets me know that you've fallen off that edge. And let's talk about that. Let's bring you back right, to where, well, where you should be, where already a lot of your family members that love you and respect you don't like you to be at that edge. But we know that that's your edge. That That's your edge. But sure. You're, when, when people fall off, that's what it, it comes to communicating. Because if, if you saw somebody that was close to you finally going over their edge... Would, wouldn't you do something? I wouldn't know, though, if, if their sex life is private, right? And if you're in that relationship, but why, both of you... why do they feel like their sex life is, is private? Do you, do, like, you you know, like, there's a certain things, like, you need to ask. When you're with someone long enough, it's like, hey, are you not com- I'm comfortable talking about this with me? You know, like, I think if you become friends for so long, you need to push boundaries. Well, see, that's the thing. It's easier said than done because what I think this kind of behavior can cause is sex addiction. And sex addicts aren't going to come out and say they're sex addicts. Oh, no, honey. Have you ever met a sex addict? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, no, I'm... Um, wink, sex wink. addicts is one of those people's and one of those addict addictions that you can't hide. Like, you can tell someone's addicted to sex. Well, sure. Yeah, well, that, people that's a will problem, intervene, right? People will intervene with a sex addict. I don't think so. I think people get creeped out and we're like, oh, let's just get this creeper. Uh, you know what? You I know? am. I am the wrong person to talk to. I'm so bold and ready to go cut that's, throat. That's why you're here. This is this is not the uh, hug box. It, I'm not the hug box. Okay, so fucking box I, it up. I know. Yeah. Make your point. Fucking Lane can take it. Lane's a good debater. Lane. It is. 
Tell yeah. her she's wrong. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong at all. Hold on. I'm trying, I, I'm I trying, trying to take the dominant people, alpha role here. I, I am super alpha. Um, I don't think enough people know how to be alpha, though. And mm. therefore, I don't know enough people out there know how to take the lead in assisting people. Because so many of us are coming from broken backgrounds and broken families all right, all right. where you, you don't know how to have a structured um, family familiarity, right? you know, whether it's friends or, or, or family. Mm-hmm. That's why little girls are strippers. Like, hey, come on. We're, yeah. we're not going to lie on that one. Like, there's no structure in daddy life and, and other things that are wrong in their life. And that's why they go into that. But see, that's that's where my critique is. It sounds nice to be pro-sex, pro-kink and all that. But there's just a fine line. And there's a point where it just becomes a sex addiction. And you may want to do harmful things. And it, I think people don't want to come out and talk about the shitty things that they want to do. It's not talked about. You think someone who has pedophile thoughts, they know that it's wrong, right? But you really think they're going to tell you? Of course not. There's too much shame attached to that, right? Okay, but oh. but, but here's the thing. Oh. With anything. It, but no, but it, answer it me. Is, answer it, me. It you is. think a pedophile is going to go get help? How is How likely is that? Rare cases... Exactly. Rare cases, yes. But most cases not in most cases it shows through their actions. Right? That's how you know someone's a pedophile. He keeps like he keeps making this comment about this person or this little kid. You can really hide it. "Mm." Because there are pedophiles that know they're into kids but they won't harm them. I think I think only because people don't know people weren't talking about signs any pedophile is going to give you signs exactly give you joe biden he gets too excited when he see kids especially a little girl (laughs) so fucked up let's go brandon but yeah but they're not going to go get help no because back well for me like i said kind of old school for me back in the day no one talked about it no one wanted to bring up the the topic of pedophile your uncle was a pedophile he raped all these little you know your cousin you know you know people didn't talk about that it was hush hush under the rug things are changing times are different you know people are recognizing people know there's websites now there's certain behaviors certain aneurysms you know that they do like you know and that's why it's good to talk to your kids they'll tell you They'll tell you, you know, like, yeah, he wanted me to do this or they wanted me to do this. Like, no, that's not okay. Like, it's it's communication and we're changing as people and we're learning things. We're learning tactics and we're learning tactics how to communicate about certain things like this. You know, it's not no longer a taboo subject within families. We can start breaking those family, you know, those bad generational curses like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Fuck you. Fuck you, but- See that, but again, I I don't think you're catching on that I'm cre- you're you want to be supporting these kind of sex acts like it should be up to them blah blah blah. But where do you draw the line? Well, no, maybe if you drawing can, if the you line is when, that when you don't do your health and your job. Bottom line, because what do we know about just that your job and yeah? Because well, what about when you start like getting extra creepy and preying on other people? Then that's 
Honey, because you're you're gonna jeopardize your job and your health before you get to that extra keep creepy. Once you get to the extra creepy, you're jeopardizing either your job or your health, and or and you're it, jeopardizing people's lives. I think that should also yeah, but count. but you're also but you're gonna get signs before that level of your health and your job. Do you get me? I think that you could still be a rapist and still keep a job, unfortunately, and not and it may not be no. obvious because. We've all met someone where we know they've raped and they've had a Van job. It's not what? Say something. No, no, no. I, th- I thought you were pointing at me like Van knows he's a fucking rapist. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, I do you I, get what I'm saying though? Look, like, um, I do. Look, there are plenty of serial killers who were very normal, very fucking just like anything, and nobody suspected them. Nobody suspected Ted exactly. Bundy of doing this fucking shit. Uh, nobody expected dude to be making fucking lampshades out of fucking people. Um. But that's, yeah, that's that's the world we live in where we don't know there's a Jeffrey Dahmer living next door yeah. fucking zombies and shit. Yeah, and the only thing that you can do is just to communicate with people around you. What if you're into that? What if you're into, like, pouring a little bit of acid on somebody's brain? That's not to right. To get them to fucking, like, no, move? That, and that's not right. Mm. You know, that's not right. But it's out of the... It's, it's, a, it's a victimless crime. I'm playing dad with that again. No, by the it's way. not a victimless crime. Why isn't it a victimless yeah, crime? Yeah, because does a person consent to you doing that to their brain? Well, okay, so like, let's say you got a corpse, like a fresh corpse, and you didn't kill it. No, but just the means working, of getting a fresh corpse is that legal? Just that line right there. You know, you're working at the morgue. It's kind of been, you know, one of those lonely nights, and. You know, you get you get you get yourself a bring a bucket and a mop. You know, yeah. get the bottom line is, it's if if we can continue to communicate about sexuality, mentality, spirituality, uh-huh. hopefully more cases can be prevented because it's up to the individual lane. I know that's what you're pretty much saying. Well, how do we stop? How do we know? Like, what? Do we, no, like the the only person who can really know is the individual, and the individual yeah. always chooses to be blindsided or to acknowledge it. That's that's the basis. When they blindsided it, they they act relentless towards their addiction and their obsession. Uh-huh. You mm-hmm. know, versus people who who are acknowledging it and have a like like what is it, like a swing seesaw effect over their behaviors and their actions. You know, it's almost like being like being bipolar. You have your manic and yeah. your your unmanic like stages well, of it. You know, to back Lane's point. Uh, I think I myself probably have gotten to like a point where I was all like, yeah, you know what? I want to try this shit. And then it's just all like, yeah, am I really pushing it? Yeah. You know what? The the depraved, the path that I've gone on has led me here. And uh, in five years, I'm going to be fucking that dude from uh, Kill Bill. Oh, you are. (laughs) Fucking hanging myself in a closet while jerking off and then dying. See, that's the problem I have with supporting this kind of behavior because it just leads to you want more and then you want more and you need more. And you want you want to say then these people need to reach out for help. But it's like, what if people don't want to? They want to do these things because now this desire overtakes their morality. Um, I'll, I'll make this comment and Van very much knows what I'll probably refer to. Oh, shit. Yes. So we have someone that we kind of know. Of like that, that like I think everyone's tried to assist this person really? with their problem 
okay. you know, and stuff like that. But they just never change. Oh, okay. <laughs> what you're talking about now? Yeah. We're not talking about sex, though. We're talking about something else. We're not talking about sex. Or we're definitely not talking about sex. We're definitely okay. talking about some thing, something else. Uh-huh. And everyone's tried throughout the years to help this individual, but they don't. So everyone just like acknowledges the problem. The problem hasn't escalated to where it's like life or death, so to say. But it's just there, you know? And who's going to step up and change it? Not us, because I think everyone's had their share. So it is. It just becomes up to the individual. And when they don't want help, there's nothing you can do. And we have to be okay with that. I never said that I'm not okay. No, 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 not you. No, 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 not not you. I'm just talking about answering your question. Like, how does one do that? I don't think that's what I was asking, though. Are you sure? Mm -hmm. What were you asking then? I just said, I'm going back to your point that you are okay with this, like people exploring themselves and all that. And it sounds nice, but... I'm just saying that the more you keep doing these sexual behaviors, more erotic and more erotic, it can lead to malicious erotic fantasies, right? But what and okay, and, yeah, we're back to okay. So, the, and because you were saying that the individual should then try to fix it or reach out for help, right? But sometimes these vices, these fantasies, are can be so strong that they don't even realize that they need help or they don't want to get that's help. that's what I said. Or maybe no, that's I'm, what saying, I I'm saying this that's is what, what I, I was saying. I'm just oh, correcting gotcha, it because gotcha, I, gotcha. I, I, I don't think you were understanding what I was trying to say. Okay. And that's why I'm challenging you on supporting this kind of behavior because I think it can lead to bad things. Okay, so I think what you're forgetting is the fact that they stated the whole consent part of everything. None of that can happen without your parties already at the gecko consenting to something. When you're with a partner who consents and understands what's okay and what's not okay, then we're talking about the whole different ball game. Well, once sh- you're pushing boundaries, once it gets a little bit more scarier, a little bit more quote unquote edgier, it's up to you and your partner to communicate what's okay. But. Once you continue to forcefully do a certain act with a partner that for a long time understood your boundaries is now continuously being pushed out of their boundaries and continuously showing or feeling uncomfortable with that certain act, then it's then they talk about that. That is what those two people have to do. That's what their responsibility is. It is my responsibility to share with my partner that I am not okay with this act anymore. For a while, I haven't been, and it's still, I gave it a try, and it wasn't working. After so long of my partner not understanding and listening and continuously doing it to me, I'm not getting out. I'm going to need help. And subconsciously, I'm pretty sure people send out signs to get help. Who's around? Who's paying attention? Who knows? Right? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're trying to ask? At what point does it push the edge? It pushes no, the edge no, when you don't I'm communicate. Not, I'm not asking when does it push the edge. I'm just saying that I can't support this because it leads to something bad. It, it, it doesn't always have to lead to bad. 
And that's what I was trying to say. It but it can, right? It, it can, but the, anything can. Anything can. And anything can if you don't communicate. Anything can escalate in the wrong way if you don't communicate. Sure, you can communicate with your, your partner. But look, let's take, for example, Epstein and Maxwell. What do you think led up to both of them fondling little girls and all that? It's because they were sex addicts they wanted more and more and more and at some point and they, they both agreed no, to no, it no. like they were both on the same page but honey and what you're thought, also forgetting is that they were rich girl <laughs> they rich they, they get away with rich. it that doesn't mean that they don't have a sex addiction or that this no, behavior no, 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 no. of endlessly exploring yeah, yeah, yeah. can lead to that behavior no 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 yes exactly no it does right do, do, yeah no 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 wait wait slow down lane do, do you understand that having money means that, yes, it does lead to the expansion of their sex addiction and pedophilia. Do, do you understand that? No, yeah, definitely. But do you, I'm told, yeah, of course, money can definitely get you to explore even more weird shit, right? But I still think that this behavior can lead. I'm just pointing out a public example. Like, but yeah, money could have been a factor in it. But what else was what people? A lot of people have money, and not all of them do this. So it can't just be no, money. No, 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 no. Sure, hold that's wait, what, wait, hold wait. Let me, let me, let me okay, finish. Okay. With Epstein and Maxwell, of course, money helped fund that. But everybody kind of has a choice on where they want to spend their money. So let's look at what made them spend that money on that, and it's because they're sex addicts, and they would get off doing a lot of weird shit that they both consented to, but it just wasn't enough. So now it turned both of them on to recruit little girls. They were both fondling them. They were both doing really fucked up shit because of these erotic fantasies that just keep spiraling out of control. No, from the get-go, they wanted a young age persona and fantasy. You know that, right? Both of them. Because... Her father was tied to what was it? The government, CIA, all this other shit. It was like she, Mossad and some other. Yes, shit like that. she was already at a young age exploited to the idea that a young girl, in her quote unquote, what we were talking about earlier, her fertile time prime, she has already had her period. She is of quote unquote developmental productive age, right? <sighs> Stop. Okay. She's instilled with that. And why, believe, where do you think this was instilled from? Is it generational it. of sex? I, I just said it. Yes. Be, promoting her father, sex, right? From her father. Meaning it's problematic when people keep doing stuff like this because... I know. I know. But that's what I'm trying to explain to you, that, that there is a difference. And what you stated earlier that I wanted to interrupt with is that, like, you may think that this is something that's kind of like brand new and it's very not brand new i don't think it's brand new it, it's th like this type of shit this type of depravity is like ancient oh. because of social media i think it's more obvious and it's more out there but like i think this whole what is it uh coddled cuckled cuckled cuck cuck yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's been around for a while because you're forgetting how many of our ancient kings I don't, were bisexual and gay. I never said that people from the past never did this. I'm just I'm just pointing out 
I don't know. It just, it just wrong, sounded like well, because it leads to more and okay. more erotic fantasies. So, like, it might not make yeah, sense. No, here, here. I, let I, me moderate. Let I me do. Moderate, guys. I do. But that's what I'm what? saying. Like I don't. I, I I don't think it does. Okay. So let me break it up for the the rational males. Emma <laughs> is talking about the individual and their freedom to choose their path of happiness. Lane, you are talking about the spiraling chaos that is sexual depravity. Am I correct on both? Mm, See, this is why this really. is why we're men, guys. Just, not really. Just break it down. She's trying to say that because couples go explore it to this extent, it could lead to further She's, behavioral matters that are problematic. That it pushes boundaries to to rape and overpowering and things that are not good for a woman in in, in plain sense, right? Women and men. Women and men, you know. But what I'm saying is that I don't think that because I think we are trying so hard to communicate this type of behavior as being normal. That as long as you communicate, it's fine. We we can get there, and I think we are getting there. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're regressing. Klaus, you agree with my And I think because I'm older and I've seen more things throughout the time, I'm more accepting to that idea. And you haven't seen as much as I've seen. So that's where I may think, like, okay, maybe she doesn't really know. Mm. That, like, this type of behavior is okay. And that it can happen. And it can work. And that it can, like, not lead to excessive behavior. Okay. Klaus, do you agree with my summarization of this? Yeah. Okay, thank you. They're another rational man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's he, it. He leaves again. You know what? That, that's, I'm going to call the end of the show. You guys just not going to agree to well, agree. Oh, I think we're, we're at a, a better I, understanding yeah, we're, of we're, each other. You're a better understanding of each the, other. I the fear of yeah. it could lead to it yeah. and, and for sure, but I'm always trying to push us spreading our knowledge, whether we're doing it through podcasting. Did you, did you finish media. your episode, or are you going to have to make a, a part two? Because I feel like you left a lot of content out. What, Ooh, uh, let's cover those content. What content that I missed on, on Jack, are you ask, Are you talking about? Cause yeah, like, yeah. So, like, uh, are you like the extra stuff that went on this week, like with the whole Tim getting swatted and shit. Yeah, so uh, Jack Murphy is regularly on Tim IRL Podcast. And so they had like a little interview where he kind of like brushed it over and was all like, yeah, man, some things happen. Uh, I don't believe those things anymore. Um, we should just move past it. And Tim was all like, yeah, sure, dude. Yeah, they totally understand. I don't believe the same things I did, you know, six years ago, blah, 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 blah. But uh, on his show, people were chatting, like sending out fucking like chats and stuff, throughout spamming the show, yeah. throughout the sp- show like cuckold fucking little roosters and fucking a bunch of shit, fucking a, a bunch of hilarious shit. And so, were they getting mad over that or what? They were trying to ignore it, but it's well, kind of hard. Well, let them ignore it because it, all it is is bringing people into their feed and changing their shit. So See, that's the them. thing, though. And the internet never forgets, and the internet feels that it's entitled to things. Let them feel entitled. Well, that's where they take the power into their hands because they decided to SWAT uh, Tim Pool's house. What? what? Yes, no you know what swatting what? is. You guys understand what swatting is, right? Right. It's where you well, call. Where you call and you you fake like something that is going on in a specific place, and the SWAT team shows up and fucking busts in and fucking. They're like, all there. Yeah, the, the cops um, were generally nice. Tim says uh, he just asked them to leave, 
I think they recognize that it wasn't a, a hostage situation where two people are dead and the gunman's going to commit suicide. Oh, my God. Am I, did I uh, accurately uh, uh, do that, Klaus? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because I called in saying they shot two people and they were going to kill more. And... Yeah. Oh, my God. Poor Tim had to go talk to the cops and be like, what are you doing in my house? This is why I moved out here. Is he really poor Tim, though? Yeah, it's poor Tim. No. Aren't you like a millionaire, though? Yeah, so it's not so poor Tim. Really poor? Look, uh, so white, no, I mean, poor rich Tim. white man, right? I mean, poor Tim, like, aw. He's Asian. Yeah, oh, he's, he's Asian. Asian? Okay, then, okay, maybe. <laughs> mm. But yeah, um, that happened to him. Uh, well, like I said, poor Tim. And, you know, he's he's one of these people that actually is, like, counter mainstream media, even though he's, like, pretty much established at this point. I mean, he cucks basically to fucking YouTube. Like, he'll have to rephrase things and be like, I actually don't believe that the, you know, vaccine, blah, 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 but YouTube wants me to say it does. So it does. I would do it just like that. Like, I'm stating that I don't, but I do. Wink, wink. Right. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds like something we did earlier. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, Klaus, has anything else gone on with, with Jack? Cause I know, um, Twitter fucking like took down a bunch of shit. I was like hard time finding oh, so there was There was these guys who started a game called yeah. Cuck Simulator on Steam. Shut up. Yes. And within 24 hours what? of this shit going live, yeah. these guys like did a patch for like a DLC Jack Murphy content. Yeah. And I think Jack Murphy sued to have that shit pulled off Steam. So... My understanding of that event is that he, the guy who runs Cuckold Simulator, some kind of a Sneed feed fucking account. Yeah, yeah, that's the name. I guess had fucking posted something about Jack, and Jack fucking, like, reported them. And so they were all like, all right, motherfucker, like, we're going to totally put you in the game now. That's what it was, is that somebody had suggested to them to put Jack Murphy in the game. And so they kind of so laughed. they made it. Like they made, like well, they kind of laughed it off. They, didn't, they weren't intending to. Till Jack inserted himself and was all like, this is bullshit. Like, blah, 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 blah. So now they decided, okay, we're going to do it. We're going to put you in our game where you get cucked. Like, your character gets cucked. And they used his real name. So how, how did they find out his real name, Klaus? Oh, his name I'm is not sure Jack. they found out his real name is John Goldman. Yeah. Instead of, it's not really Jack Murphy. I know Nick Fuentes was having a field day just being like, and he's Jewish, guys, of course. Oh, those those other guys having field days with it, too, because the thing was a Ralph Retort and all those other guys. Uh, Medicare was all over this. Uh, yeah, Medicare so had, uh, had some very like, good all these shit. Other big, it was all over. Uh, I think Rakita Law was all over this. Yeah. <laughs> a few other big uh, internet personalities over Twitter. This shit was hilarious no yeah Ricardo fucking had like a viewing session that almost got his channel fucking struck because he showed a little bit of gooch Ooh. well yeah this has affected uh, a wide range of internet and fucking you know it's 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 the current topic and it's the streisand effect the more you try to fucking bury something the more it becomes like out in the open and people look into it so all this could have been stopped at one point where he just said, oh, I wrote a fucking article back in the day that was satirical and just left it at that. True. true and enough. nobody would have batted an eye. Nobody would have believed it. And now they found his porn. Crazy. That's how it starts. So I've been telling you, Lane, is that, you know, when you get internet famous, 
they gotta bury all the shit that you've ever done on the internet. You mm-hmm. wanted that shit found. Are you kidding me? You're still on that 5D chess move. I don't no. believe so. You're right. They all wanted their shit found. Are you kidding me? Well, we all that wanted... That is a Chris Kardashian first move. Well, speaking of being found, Klaus, is there somewhere they can find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at Big Sip of Monster. <laughs> you can uh, follow my podcast. Uh, it's known as the Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge at Motel and RV Park on Twitter. And next episode, we'll have a special guest from the Lakota Sioux who's going to tell us his cultural beliefs on the Sasquatch. Based. Um, Wendigo's joining back the show because he's a Sasquatch expert. Um, he's supposed to make it back by then. Hopefully, hopefully he has his computer fixed by then. Have you guys gone to the museums? Yeah, Wendigo apparently has gone to the museum and is going to provide us uh, some photos. I love the museum. The museum was great. I oh. went in Georgia. Oh, shit. You're like, oh, she went to Georgia. Yeah. Oh. When is he coming shit. out? I would love to, like, like phone in. Oh, shit. We'll get a Discord first, and then... Um, I have a Discord. Okay. This might be possible. We'll we'll, we'll talk logistics mm. after the show. Mm. If Klaus will have you. Klaus is, Klaus is in charge of booking. Yeah, because uh, we're, we're going to have another guy on called Ritz Calhoun, and he used to live in an area near the Bigfoot, so he's going to tell us some of his experiences. <gasps> Look seeing at their so Bigfoot cool. prints and hearing them and stuff like that. I have pictures from the from the museum. I can send them over for you guys. Very cool. Ooh, okay. I can do that. Cool. Well, look at that, man. Like like a true salesman, he got it all in. I'm totally hyped for that episode. I'm totally hyped to see some squatch pussy. Squatch pussy? Really. I don't know what the term is for. What the term is for? Big pussy? Big fussy? <laughs> You're so stupid. Emma, where can we find you? <coughs> if she wants to be found. The only thing that's, like, worth finding is, is Instagram. Okay. Um, so you guys can follow me at Mala underscore M. So it's M-A-L-A underscore E-M on Instagram. And, um, I post on Twitter here and there. So it would be the same thing. So it's Mala underscore M-E-M, uh, 88. And, and for the guys, you do not like your ass eating now. Sorry, fellas. No, do you, do you, I, I, I'm some real drunk shit and oh some real God. awesome drugs. Ooh, oh. Ooh. yeah. Sixty nine for sixty nine, guys. Uh, sixty nine is different from getting ass and ass. I think you can get ass and ass in sixty nine. You can, but that's some that that's like when my tongue can reach, and not most people's tongue can reach. So well, what if saying. he's got like a very loose asshole? She could also have a very loose asshole and you know you can stretch all the way down and you know. i could i i could stretch Ooh, speaking of and you're not worried about parasites well that's why that's why i really don't do it that often because i i am like that i'm i'm ocd like oh. no i can't do it oh. i work i work an eight hour shift if i'm trying to hook up with someone right after work no it ain't gonna happen no oh. nah Fair enough. Okay. Well, guys, also follow us on Instagram at It's Almost a Podcast. We just made a YouTube too, so. What are we doing with that? Wait, just YouTube? There might be. You might as well be like videotaping shit. What the fuck? 
Yeah, well, we'll we'll see. We'll give you guys a surprise. But oh. yeah, fine is that it's almost a podcast, also on YouTube. And oh. yeah, dude, thanks for for uh, checking us out, dudes. For this entertaining chat about fucking Jack Murphy's cuckoldry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Have you learned anything? I learned. What did I learn? You know, I learned I I don't approve. <laughs> That's true. That is true. But, but it's out there. It's, it's out there. there. It's, it's out, out there. there. Yeah, yeah. But it's you know, out there I can't do shit. more than we think. Totally. Yeah. But like, what did you into furries? Oh, uh, what did I think of furries? You said. <laughs> oh, I think I've talked to her about furries before. Furries. It's weird. Furries are those people that no, dress yeah, up yeah. as animals. Yeah, okay. that's weird. All right. So a step above that is diaper furs. That's yeah. weird too. Yeah. That's where thing. you. That's where you wear diapers mm-hmm. on top of your fursuit. Mm-hmm. That's just really weird, man. I don't know. I ain't about that. You know, um, we might have an opportunity in the future to, you know, discuss some of these things like locales and introduce you to some of the weird world that is out there. Like they have total furry fandoms where people go to these things and then have massive orgies yep. in fucking like hotel rooms. Yep. And then apparently hotel staff doesn't want to host them anymore because there's shit diapers everywhere. There's like all kinds of fucking depraved no things. His body fluids all over the place. You probably need like a hazmat team to come in and clean it out. Oh, yeah. hell no, nah, bro. You see what I mean? It just leads to bad shit. Oh, and then guy. after that, we'll get to the next stage after furries, which is uh, zoophilia. Oh, fuck no. Anybody would touch my kid. <laughs> what would you do to them? I would fucking kill them. Zoophilia has to do with kids? No, uh, animals. No. I'm talking about my dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. I was like, wait. She has a kid. Like, what? She's Mexican. Of course she's got a kid. I forgot that, Marito. Yeah, dude, if anybody touched her like that, uh-uh. For real, though, I would fuck someone up. Yeah. If I saw someone hurting an animal in that way, oh, my God, I would I would rip their throat. How uh, dare you? Well, yeah. Uh, you know that we talked about some of the bad people on the internet who do things like swatting? Yeah, there are actually people who do some deep digging and actually expose some of these people that are in chat rooms talking about things that they do to their dogs. No, that's horrible. No. See, that's fucked up. Dogs have souls. <laughs> dogs have me? souls. That's messed they're, up, They're, they're souls, man. They're souls. I don't give a fuck. That's, that's disgusting, dude. Well, I'm glad. Why'd you have to fuck up my, my day like that? Dude? Based, based <laughs> quote. Uh, damn it. You know what? I we're ending the show, right? Yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. we're ending the show. It's just I I could have sworn I had this clip because we started talking about zoo files. I know I have this fucking, like, perfect clip. Damn. It's not there. Oh, it's basically- this linked to uh, that chick who... Yeah. Got Christian busted. That no. was out of Texas Tech or something. No, not that one. I was talking about the, the white girls that have been caught fucking their dogs. What? I hate people, man. I really do. Well, you know, they... What's up, guys? Whitney Wisconsin here. I'm about to give 10 more reasons on why I believe that women should have sex with dogs. Mount themselves down and then the dog fucking... And they do it for clout. No, they don't do it for clout. They want they want views. Are you kidding me? I don't know, Klaus. Do they do it for the views? I don't think they do it for the views. But like, uh, really? I've seen a couple of those Twitch clips, like taking out a yeah sequence. Like, oh, she wasn't really paying attention to what her dog was doing, and 
Like everybody watching knows what's going on with her and the dog, even though this chick's like a big star on Twitch or whatever. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. No, that's 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 not. Mm. That's for clout, and it's not for the right reasons, and it's it's deprived, and it works because it gets shock view, shock mm-hmm. value. Well, I guess that's a good teaser to leave it on. Stay tuned for that future episode and anime reviews and movie reviews. Somewhere in between that, there'll be an episode on people who fuck dogs. So that's that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's a, something to look forward to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Thank you. Adios. Our boy, uh, the Big Bad Bear 1000, to be precise, uh, had a bit of a a porn career. If you wanted to see this, it's been spread all over the internet. If you want to see Jack shoving dildos up his ass, very unpatriotic, by the way, Jack. Those aren't uh, 8-inch all-American whopper dongs made in the good old United States of America, are they? No, they're shitty Chinese knockoffs. Tiny little fucking dildos that you shove up your ass. It's a very half-assed approach, Jack. I think it reflects the size of your own penis. By the way, Jack... Uh, this may be subjective, call it what you like, but you have the smallest dick I've seen on the internet, which is a fucking accomplishment because I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of dicks, Jack. More than a hooker probably has seen. And you have a fucking baby dick. Now, I'm not sure what's going on there. And I don't want to, you're a big guy, right? I don't want to make an accusation that you're on steroids. I just hope you are because otherwise God hates you. And I can't explain why you're such a dicklet, Jack. <laughs> no wonder your wife is fucking mad from Tinder with a cock that size. It's so tiny. One hand makes it disappear. The only way Jack, that you can have a double-digit dick size if you measure in millimeters. 